Are you missing out on the fee-for-value revolution? Again, let me go back. This is for physicians who are learning how to practice preventive medicine and how to have a preventive medicine practice. It's very different. It's hard. It requires a lot of knowledge, a lot of work. If you're a patient and you're just looking how to get healthier, go to the other channel. This channel is to help your doctor understand how to take better care of you. So if you're one of those doctors that's missing out on the fee-for-value revolution, have you gotten a couple of those fee-for-value bonus checks, but you really didn't understand what they were for? Does it sound like it's too many programs, too many requirements, too much to learn, and especially when you're already on a treadmill trying to do more and more and more fee-for-service activities because Medicare's cut 20 to 30 percent out of their compensation, their reimbursement for fee-for-value work? Are you drowning in alphabet soup, caps, high, CMS, RAF scores, five stars, reach, ACO, what all these things mean. It's hard to do this. It's hard to set up new programs. It's hard to do anything when you're on a treadmill. This guy's smiling. I couldn't get a better image. So you know what? We'll work on that. But you're not smiling when you've got yourself on a treadmill trying to see more and more patients. And your patients aren't smiling because they're not getting the best care. You know, fee for value, I know it's coming. It, it's not coming. It's here. If you're not in it, you're in trouble. It's difficult, but we're here to help. Now, for example, look at this news release, August of 2022. It's close to becoming the predominant way of Medicare beneficiaries get their coverage and care. In other words, as of August 2022, 48% of Medicare enrollees are in Medicare Advantage. That is fee for value. If you're not there, you're going to be in a world hurt. And it's becoming, again, as the Wall Street Journal is recognizing, it's becoming more and more popular. And in fact, if you look at this Kaiser Permanente article, well, we're 48% now. By 20 30, they think that it'll be 60%. That's not what Medicare's saying. Medicare's saying by 2030, they're going to have it at 100%. My money's more on Kaiser Family Foundation, but that's Medicare's aspirational goal. You know, politically, there are significant critics of anything related to government spending, and Medicare is nothing but government spending. Why has Medicare Advantage survived? There are a lot of political opponents for Medicare Advantage. They say, well, it's an HMO environment, and it restricts the doctor, it restricts the patient. Here's why it has survived and will continue to survive. The patients are happier. The surveys show that. The patients know more about their disease processes. The surveys show that. The patients are CAPS is triple weighted and CAPS talks about the patient experience. HAS is triple weighted also by Medicare. And Haas shows that it shows what the patients know, and they know more about their disease processes. HEDIS, the Health Examination Data Information Set. And sorry about all this alphabet soup, but if you got to learn it. HEDIS is showing the quality of care is better. All of that may seem, you may say, well, so what? What about the patient care? The patient care has been shown to be higher quality, happier patients, and less expensive. They end up in the hospital less. The hospital care is what costs Medicare and other insurance companies. And hospital care is very poorly organized. We'll cover in other videos the fact that hospitals say they're good care. They say that they are based on value. 10% of hospital contracts with doctors is based on value. The other 90% get them in here and churn them through this medical industrial complex and make money doing procedures. That's what hospitals are all about. There's a Merritt Hawkins survey that showed your typical hospital administrator 
sees a primary care doc as $1.5 million. Cha-ching. That's what they're looking at. So every time they hire a primary care doc, they're hiring $1.5 million in RVU or resource-based value units that needs to come out of that primary care doc. In other words, $1.5 million in medical procedures in their medical industrial complex. So to get out of all that mess, and 50% of over half, 52% of healthcare is provided that way. Now, to get out of that mess, doctors have to learn something entirely new. You know, I spent a decade as senior management at Toyota and everything. At Toyota, we studied work processes, efficiency, lean processes. And what doctors have is not a work cell, it's not an assembly line, it's an old fashioned artisan or craftsman work cell. In other words, it's like an old blacksmith. Everything waits for the blacksmith and the blacksmith has his head down just working. Other stuff could be going on around him that just makes no sense. He's got his head down working. If you don't think that your doctor's office is doing that, Look around the waiting room the next time you're seeing your doctor. And if you're a doctor and you don't think you're doing that, go out and look at your waiting room. That is your inventory in waiting from a work process perspective. Even more so, go look to see all the people that you did not do a wellness visit on. Those are people that you can blame it on them, but you're responsible for their health. You need to figure out how to reach those people so they can have better health. Now, we're going to talk further about some other things in future videos. Five-star quality programs. We've talked about transition partnerships. We've talked about what this means. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at prevmedhealth.com. To learn more, watch our videos on YouTube at Ford Brewer MD MPH. Thank you very much for your interest.